How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the RH Podcast. We're here for episode two for season three, here by my co-host Damien and Rob and guest Shem from Retro Breeze. Welcome, everybody. Hello. Hey, guys. How are we doing tonight? So we got the live chat going here again. And uh, for those listening in, I hope you're having an awesome ride home or going to bed or whatever you do going to the gym. Uh, We're here to talk about a few different topics tonight. Uh, mainly this GPD dual screen clamshell news. What in the world? Uh, Windows 11 handheld mode. What is that? And also, uh, what's our thoughts on this Powkitty X28? So without further ado, let's dive right into it and share the news, the, the things, and all the haps. Okay, so Powkitty X28. Guys, what do, we th- what do we think about this? What's our thoughts? I feel like it's uh, kind of why. <laughs> well, well, I mean, it's a T six eighteen again. Yeah, so we have that. It yeah. looks kind of ergonomic. I kind of dig that. I, I I put an order in for one, so so we will see. Really? Yeah, we will see. I uh, I as well have one on the way, for better or for worse. I mean, I'm more excited for the X fifty five myself, just because it's more rounded. Uh, and I think that might be more ergonomic, but a lot of people are saying that the X28 is uh, kind of like a more comfortable Win 600 sort of look. Yeah, it does have a Win 600 look. I, w- I was thinking that myself. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Uh, I, I think if you look at the uh, the photo of it from the top and you can see like the shape of the back and the grips, uh, it looks pretty nice. I'm just not sure how well that's going to go with the sharper edges. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, but, it definitely looks yeah. neat. Yeah, I mean, the speakers. Uh, what's up with these sort of? Is that like the white? Is that what the speakers <laughs> are? I just I don't know. Is that? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Is that the Wi-Fi? Does it have double Wi-Fi? Yeah, Does it have got, Wi-Fi? It's got Does the it have Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi bars. That's what we need to know. I like to Does think of. Wi-Fi. I like to think that one of them is a is like a, an LED for volume, and the other is an LED for Wi-Fi signal. That's like constantly. <laughs> That would be that. I, you know, I would buy it for that. I'm not gonna lie. Like, you buy that. that for that's the reality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm disappointed. There's no Pow Kitty logo on it. You know, I mean, I, I miss the little guy. He's he's just not making an appearance too. anymore. The, the brand the brand worked subtly on me. I just over time, I just craved. I craved the uh, the little guy. Who is that guy? What's his yeah. name, anyways? Pow Kitty does 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 your mascot have a name? Has to. Well, I asked them. Uh, I asked them for one of them for one of the little figures, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and they just said the mascot is no longer available, which I thought was a bit ominous. So I'm not sure what what he did. You know, I, I you know yeah. I took matters into my own hands, and it's not a figure, but it's the next best thing. What you made oh, a sticker? Yeah. Did you that buy that or yeah. did you make that? <laughs> oh yeah. I got Rancho, a whole bunch of them too. <laughs> Rancho says there's a logo on the back. Is there? If, one, oh, if nice. one were to look. Oh man, it's this is cool. We have these uh, these comments that can show up on screen here. Hey everybody, how's it going? Talking about this device though, just to get us back on track. Uh, I'm a little bit allergic to the T six eighteen. And yeah, uh, I have been ever since the, uh, what was it? The Retro Pocket 3 Plus was the first one, right? Yeah. Um, 
because you well, know no, that was the x18 oh x18s uh, that's right yes oh yeah, yeah right right yeah, yeah. uh Pal and, and he started the, it pal kitty's gonna finish it right <laughs> because the, the thing is is that uh i've i've been playing the rk 2023 over the last week and uh you know which is it's a, right yeah it's a little nifty yeah. it's a nifty little device i like it a lot mm -hmm. yeah. um and you know it it canes dreamcast it, it's brilliant for dreamcast and it's really good for n64 and you know whatever um and the T618 doesn't really bring any tangible improvement to that, right? Like, it's substantially more powerful, but realistically, and I, I also said this when the 3 Plus, the Retroid Pocket 3 Plus launched, I don't think that it's just not that impressive compared to what's already out there, in my opinion. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, I think the I think it's pretty obvious that the T618 is a very easy chip to yeah. get and work with right now. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the X28, I mean... What, why would you go for over the Retroid Pocket 3 Plus unless you're still angry at Retroid like I am? That's fair. Uh, is this, are we referring well, back I think, to the I customer think service uh, situation? I think it's price too. I think, they, I think they're coming in oh, yeah. probably one of the cheaper devices maybe. I don't know. Well, this is, uh, let's see, let's take so a look. It's 150, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, see, that's, isn't that pretty close to the 3 Plus? Well, the thing is, I was seeing that people were saying that, um, like, after shipping costs and all that stuff, I guess Pal Kitty does the free shipping thing, so that kind of balances out a little bit. But fair enough. Yeah, I mean, the, the problem is it's such a crowded space with the T six one eight already. It's kind of getting like let's time let's time to move on, you know. Yeah, I mean, look, look at this. Look at this page. GameCube. It's not not necessarily that true <laughs> like i know i know i'm gonna get some flack for this i just don't no, think it's, it's quite good enough for gamecube well um, or at least to advertise it but then i well, guess we, they always do this we all know what the t618 can do i mean how many handhelds have we all of all of our youtube channels now tested out from this hand line like i mean i think i said it last week i'm getting yeah. so bored of it Thirty-three twenty-six all over again yeah. uh when we make our emulation showcase sections for our videos, it's like, all right, I I know what games to pull up. It's not fun anymore. It's it's like, where is the innovation and the fun? That's why the data frog again for me is like new territory. It feels like even though it's twenty dollars, it's more fun to me to figure out what is possible. What can it do? So I never thought I'd I never thought I'd hear you stubs hearkening for the days of the of the old like LDKs and just... and uh, Bit Boys. Yeah, I I know I know, and and Jay Dewitz uh, was saying that the uh, that the Data Frog has the same chip in it as the Bit the Bit Boy. I think the Bit Boy three point five or something. Uh, so in that case, it's known, and it's going to have screen tearing, and uh, we're going to run into issues on Yoshi's Island and all this stuff. And it's like, oh man, so we already know this chip, but the company hid the chip, the CPU name. They physically etched it and scratched it off. The CPU for some godly reason, I don't know why. What to a, keep it a what secret. A, what to go to for a twenty dollar device? Right. They're yeah, never, exactly. they're never gonna know. They're never gonna know our <laughs> shame. You have to go deeper. I mean, did they just find a bin with these things in it or something? Like, I guess. And only, or like, there's some shady back alley deal happening, and they just need to cover their their footprints, so they need to hide the CPU. I mean, okay. Uh, at least it has an IPS screen, 
And same thing here with the X28 has an IPS touchscreen, 5.5 inches. So I know Aish on our channel here was saying that he wants to get one specifically because it has a good looking 5.5 inch screen. And for him, that beats out some of these other handhelds. I guess it's the, um, is it the largest screen with a T618, I guess? That might I be, believe? that might be Five and so. A half. That might be so. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's that, so, that, so that's another well, selling so. point potentially, you know, for somebody. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every time yeah. Pow Kitty comes out with something, I really want it to be like the 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 device that defines like their new successful era. It's always just like when the X18s <laughs> yeah. came out. It's like ah, uh, nope, not quite. Like they were first on the to the punch with the chip, and, <laughs> and they tried three <laughs> times with that thing. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I don't know why. I want them. To, I want them to do good, but they haven't yet. At least not. Well, a little bit. Yeah, I, I think I think I think Pow Kitty is is weird because I think they have some really really good devices, right? Like the RGB 10 Pro, like it's still one of my favorites. I think the RK 2023 is is nice. It's rough around the edges, but it's fun. Yeah, I'm coming around um, to that one. For yeah, sure. that's what I'm liking more for some reason. Be I think because custom firmware is starting to happen in that yeah. community spirit. I think anytime yeah. the community spirit's engaged, that's when these handhelds go next level. Every I mean exactly, every single yeah. time. Yeah, I, I think that the on the other side though, Proud Kitty has made some you know absolutely pure garbage handhelds, right. um, and the issue I think is that every time they do one with an open source firmware, it's pretty good, and every time they go mm -hmm. back to their proprietary, it's pretty bad. So um, you know, I think that's why the RK twenty twenty three and the X fifty five are probably going to be long term popular devices because of that custom firmware. I agree. And I, I really like the RK2023. It's yeah. it's it's pretty solid. I'm actually grown to like it. It's kind of weird. Yeah. It, it's super fun. Yeah. I, I've I've really enjoyed playing it. Um, and it, it kind of reignited the same feeling I got when I got the R RGB10 Pro, which was my first mm -hmm. kind of handheld in this space. I was just I've just been playing it like this is just so much fun. Like I don't care that it's kind of you know my mine came with two X buttons. That's all I'm gonna say instead of an X and a Y. <laughs> um, but even so, it's just super fun and um, and I like it. So I don't know, maybe maybe the X the X28 will surprise us and be interesting. Yeah, I mean, and that 5,000 milliamp hour battery at least, Damien, I know for you, that's a big deal, having that long battery life. So that's a pretty decent size. Yeah, 5,000 is nothing that'll, to sneeze at, right? That'll get it done. Did you buy one of these? Are you at all excited for this um i am not touching a 5.5 inch 720p screen device and from pow kitty until we uh, make sure it doesn't have the x18s screen in it Otherwise, well speaking of speaking of the x18s screen uh, apparently the x18s screen was a 5.5 inch okay yeah uh so thank you They're probably to, reusing uh, the same screen then yeah yeah uh, maybe maybe arrow probably, ruse here yeah. in our chat yeah uh in which case Ugh. I don't know. If you really don't like clamshells and you need a 5.5 inch screen, maybe the X X8 X28s <laughs> for you. Now, Valkyrie was trying to create a little bit of hype around this because it was on pre-sale. Uh, then they took it off pre-sale, but as of today, it's back on pre-sale. So uh, they're opening up the orders again. So you even right now, I think, yeah, you can buy it right now. There's comes in one color skew, just the black. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and, and going back to the the 2023, yeah, it's grown on me, but 
with coupons you can get it down to like 70 bucks which is pretty cool i mean yep that's a much Wi-Fi. much more appropriate price point because yeah. i i got it when it first dropped and it was like me 90 too. something dollars and it I'm like, hurt really? me it hurt me it hurt it definitely hurt yeah because because without wi-fi at 90 dollars ouch without wi-fi at 60 to 70 dollars okay i mean i'm gonna treat it like a miu mini or yeah or, or, yeah or no i mean i think it's at like 60 70 price point it starts to become a little more interesting you know because it, yeah i mean in terms of power it's probably the most powerful device at that price point so yeah it, it's kind of becomes a little more compelling i just uh, can't believe they paid to add that rk2023 to the screen i can't believe they paid for that <laughs> they Why? wanted you to know that the 20 <laughs> that the rk brand is back I love it. It's so cheesy. It's How so to bad. date your product? I uh, <laughs> I enjoy it. I enjoy it. But <laughs> actually, it looks like In two a prototype. Years, it's gonna look really weird. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> it's a time limited device. Speaking of time, shut down on January first. Speaking of time limited, I'm going to move our 15 minute conversation on this to <laughs> the next topic. Um, the Miu Mini Plus is now, as of today, available on Amazon. Uh, that's great for people who want it now, who have been having a hard time fetching it off AliExpress or even a dropshipper site, or you're waiting for your Keep Retro order, your Go a Game Geek order, and it still hasn't arrived. Hop on Amazon. It's uh, 87 bucks. The link's in our description right now. Supports the channel and all that good stuff. But it is a bit upcharged, but you will get it uh, within what? Less than a week. Um... Not Prime, yeah. but that's pretty good. I'm looking at it. I'm looking Ampone. at it now. It says about ten days, so that's not bad. So this is uh, probably. Oh, it is on Prime. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah, you're right. Free Prime delivery. It's okay. just not. Yeah, it's not two day Prime. That's all. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. Five day Prime. Which I know a lot of people really like, you know, just being able to return it easily. You know, you get the. I want it today. Support. I want it. I want it today or tomorrow. I want it overnight. <laughs> hey, by I have used same day delivery. It's it's kind of nice. <laughs> the local warehouse needs to just truck it over to his house, like they, an Amazon Prime now or something. Why don't Why doesn't Amazon just make my house the local just delivery <laughs> point warehouse for me and Mini Pluses? I mean, that's where we're going anyways. So that's fine. They can put it in my attic. Okay, moving right along to other stuff. Uh, the 405M Black Serif is going to make custom firmware for it. Yes, that's right. We're going to get custom firmware. We're going to get possible lineage on this. This is really freaking cool. But he's starting out with creating a boot enabler. Do any of you uh, nerds on the stream know what the heck he's talking about? What does this mean for us? What's a boot enabler? Well, it's probably it's probably going to be a way... Yeah, or a method in which you can boot custom firmware, right? So That's I'm guessing it one. comes from the yeah. fact that the bootloader is locked on the T618, right? Correct. So, yes. yeah, so this is most likely just like he another method to boot it. He said it's unbreakable. And when I said nerds, I meant our panel of nerds, not uh, you find <laughs> folks watching, yeah. although I hope you're nerds as well. I mean that in the most affectionate way. Um, no, that's good to know. So Black Seraph said... Now there's a recovery package available for it, so you can't brick your device, which is great. Uh, immediately we said, all right, what custom firmware is happening? And then the next day, boom, this SD card, the boot enabler. I want to try to understand it. Uh, I'm just not there. So thank you. I'm glad we have 
uh, someone knowledgeable on the stream here. Is there anything else, Shem, that we should know about this that might be fun or exciting or titillating? Um, well, I have uh, built uh, Lineage OS for a couple of devices in the past, and uh, it's not that difficult. So uh, I think that you, I think we'll see it sooner rather than later. Yeah, for sure. There, there's got to be somebody. I mean, I'm not saying I'm particularly knowledgeable, but there are no, people are. way smarter than me who will get it done quick. So not yeah, I, I would say it's pretty good. The fact that Black Surf is working on it, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's we're, all we're I gonna need to know. Yeah, yeah. We're going to see something. Yeah, we're going to definitely see something. When I see him post anything about yeah. any device at all, I just know eventually it's going to have this awesome custom firmware, and people are going to be talking about it, and uh, I'm going to be enjoying it. So this makes me excited. It makes an already, in my opinion, great device even better. Yeah. And actually, uh, I think that Team Pandora just made a really uh, relevant comment. Yeah, I uh, just which was. Uh, about these, this should work for similar chips, or I would say similar devices. So other devices with the T618, this has the potential to unlock more, you know, well, potential for them as well. So good stuff. That's, uh, yeah, absolutely. Cough, uh, wasn't this all enabled by Retroid releasing their code? Cough, cough. Almost we're gonna, certainly. We're going we're gonna to get to that as well, uh, because Do there's we some know exciting if, um, news if Black Surf got a unit from Ambernick or was it just one that he got on his own? Uh, for the 405M? Yeah, I'm just curious because I, I would love to see more of these companies mm, send these units out to developers, you know, just to they encourage their offer. development. They always yeah. offer. Um, it's it's really up to Serif and whatever developer if they have yeah. the time for it, you know, because sometimes there's that pressure of accepting a device, even for a review, and it's like, okay, now we need to, now pressure's on, get some content out. But... Uh, I don't know. We can definitely ask him and find out. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. I mean, this is... Yeah. And I'm sure there's more on the way, too. All right. Moving on to some other stuff here. So Rob brought this one. Retro Tech Dad. Uh, apparently Windows is getting a, a handheld mode. And this was uh, coming up from a hackathon that was in September of last year. Yeah. Rob, do you want to preface this at all? Yeah, so I guess it just surfaced very recently, and it turns out that I guess it was reported incorrectly that Microsoft was actually working on a handheld mode for Windows 11. Yeah. But it turns out that it's actually it was just a project, and Microsoft at this time doesn't seem to have any interest in it. Um, I did get that Reddit post, so there's a little more information directly from the person who worked on this on this concept. Um, yeah, it, it's from watching the video, it's it looked really cool, like what they were trying to do with this. They were really sitting back and thinking about how can you make the experience better on Windows 11 for a handheld device. And I really yeah. like what they were trying to do with that. I, I would love to see that fleshed out, honestly. Yeah, I, I work for a company that does a lot of hackathons. Like every few months we do a huge hackathon. And, cool. um, and there are so many features and stuff that, that comes together in like a week or two that is so polished and so amazing. Um, I would give this a zero out of ten in terms of this is actually going to happen anytime yeah, soon. Really? Yeah. Well, they're yeah. using a. It, it looks here they're using a an Ionio to demonstrate this, right? Yeah. So, so somebody in the company has an Ionio, thought it would be cool, whipped up a UI. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm not being cynical, but you know, that just to set expectations, I think that this yeah. is exactly what uh, the Reddit post and Rob said. It's just. It's not probably not anything to get excited about at this point. Yeah. However, I mean, it's an obvious move for Microsoft, in my opinion. So, 
Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they want to get in on the handheld space. They're seeing Sony make money still. Uh, they're seeing Nintendo make hand over fist with money and the Steam Deck becoming a thing. So they're like, why are we not doing this? And uh, the ROG Ally. That's the big one. The right. ROG Ally is the first the first one that Microsoft oh, yeah. is going to pay any attention to. Yeah, that's... Sure. Yep. Yeah. It's right it's gonna, in space. It's, yeah. it's going to inspire them. It's going to inspire them to be competitive uh, again, which we need. We don't need more Surface Duos uh, phones, although those are pretty cool. Come on. I mean, there's a pre- I mean, well, yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's, it's one of the coolest phones ever released. I mean, the I'm first one was. I mean, the first I'm offended. One was pretty good. I know. I'm sorry. I'll I'll turn off my. <laughs> there you go. See, right, I you know, right there. Can this we, is the most ridiculous we, Nintendo DS machine right here. <laughs> can we go one episode without referencing the Surface Duo? I don't think so. Because yeah, it is nice. But the second one is not great. And uh, if they're going to put their eggs into baskets, I'd rather it be a handheld basket with physical controls. In fact, make us, you know what, why don't make us a dual touch screen uh, with physical controls as well? That's what I want to see. Oh, speaking of the 405M2, by the way, you guys see this stuff here? This is, this is some ridiculousness. I don't know how widespread it is, but apparently the screen's separating on a few units. This is on Reddit here from just a dude who thinks... This, this is really, really... Well, no, it's not really funny to me. That's what I was going to say, but that wording is incorrect. Um, I found this myself a little uh, funny because I'm working on my own retro handheld device, building it, and I also had this problem. It's so hard to get the screen to stay in right um, when well, it's, you know, a, a sealed-in screen like that. But, you know, this is happening more and more. You know, the MiU Mini Plus has a, had mm-hmm. a huge issue with this. Um, I have a feeling that I could probably pry my RK2023 screen out with a fingernail if I tried. Um, so I don't know what's going on. I think maybe the heat generated by these chips are melting the glue yeah. that was that used to be okay or something like that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's sad. It's an issue that I think manufacturers need to pay more attention to. Yeah, and, and put, leaving it to a consumer to have to buy the special adhesive glue to try to fix this themselves, because that's the first thing I'll always say. Yeah. Fix it yourself. Um, or they'll send you a replacement screen, yeah. uh, but still fix it yourself. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's, it's a simple fix, but it shouldn't be happening regardless. I mean, right. there definitely needs to be better quality control on these devices. I mean, especially for the 405M, that, that is not a cheap device in that sense. So for sure, you know, we have, we have to hold them more accountable for these kind of things, you know? Yeah. And yeah, that, that's absolutely right. We need to, yeah, we definitely need to be careful by saying, you know, when we say it's an easy fix. Yeah. Um, you know, in my opinion, this isn't fixable. It should be refunded or, or you know, exchanged. Yeah, um, I mean, that's, but yeah, you know, yeah. but battery behind the screen, that's exactly right. Because the heat generated by that oh, yeah. um, this is going to melt like glue. So, As you can see here, and what would drive me crazy about that is now the chance of getting like dog hairs underneath and, uh, it, you know, dirt and stuff. Like it's not ideal. And I'd be pretty pissed if that happened to my unit. And well, the what, yeah. yeah on the on the Miu Mini Plus, uh, or I should say, on my Miu Mini Plus, um, actually the layers of the LCD separated, and that is really that is uh, intensely see. bad that's, for um, you know, for, for for fixing it. Even if you do fix it yourself, you're probably going to get some dust and stuff in places it shouldn't be. Yikes! Well, I'm going to see on mine if I actually this is a new Miu Mini Plus, and I wanted to see if it had that issue that's how i 
that's how mine broke. So just <laughs> well, we're gonna we're I'm doing it flashbacks live. here. We're doing it live. <laughs> gonna rip it right out. Oh. Okay, my original Mew Mini had, a, had that problem. I had to like kind of press it down in one corner. It, it was kind of popping out a little bit. So it, it, yeah, it's definitely an issue on there. Oh, we should probably turn it on first before we do this. That's a best effort, Stubbs. I say we leave it there. <laughs> no, no, we no. Curse, we curse the stream. No, no. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. no. Just kidding. Just kidding, guys. That's <laughs> oh. the screen protector. That's the screen protector. It seems to be fine, this unit. So, yeah. It's good. You know what's cool about this uh, is that now I'm going to use it because it actually has Onion OS. The new beta supports it. So I'm going to actually use it now and make a video because the stock experience is fine, but I want my onions. Let's uh, let's rep some Retro Breeze. So speaking of the Miu Mini Plus, there is now... Turn off my... Thing there. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, sir. It's the Shem Show. <laughs> it's the Shem Show. You have made a comfortable ergo grip for the Mew Mini Plus. Do you want to tell everyone about what that's about? Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, I'll cover this more when I do a full review of the Mew Mini Plus, but as much as I like it, um, it does have some comfort issues, in my opinion, especially when you play for a long time. Um, and especially keeping your grip when you're playing something intense like, uh, you know, Street Fighter or something like that. Um, and I just knocked up a design. I do 3D design in my spare time anyway. Um, and yeah, I just made this grip that I think is really comfortable. I think it improves the design. I actually, well, no, not improves the design, improves the ergonomics. Um, I, I based it actually on the Nintendo Switch Joy-Con uh, connector, nice. which has this, this kind of cylindrical yeah. thing. Um, but mine has flat on the bottom so it's easier to print but yeah i'm, I'm selling them i wish i could uh sell them for less shipping cost but it is what it is but yeah if you're interested check them out well um, and if one yeah. wanted to get one we would go to your etsy store right yes that's right and i will also say that uh these are come out of the printer and then they take a substantial amount of hand carving to get rid of all the rough edges and the nicks so i, I work pretty hard on them um so yeah, if you get one, let me know what you think of it. And if you these have any are, problems. These are gorgeous. Oh, look at that. Look at the that. Purple's awesome. The purple is awesome. I love the purple. Yeah. It's actually transparent as well. So you can so shine a flashlight really? through it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. What? Um, I forgot to put I the want that, on one. that one. I need to buy this one. <laughs> now that I have my purple uh, mini yeah, plus. it's cool. Uh, just to address uh, a uh, unfair comment from Team Pandori. Doesn't breathe, play one-handed. Not on the Miu Mini Plus, my friend. As much <laughs> as I've tried. Uh, I would love to. Alas, that time is over until the <laughs> the brick or something else comes out. I love you guys. <laughs> you know, we're having Team Pandori uh, Emu Chicken on the oh, podcast yeah, pretty soon. So uh cool. I would tune in for sure. Along with uh with Wicked at the same Wicked Gamer at the same time. It's gonna be <laughs> Uh, Russ tells me it's going to be a wild time. And yeah, better be prepared. Like so that that should be fun. Uh, J Lash says he can play one handed. Well, J Lash, good for you, man. <laughs> like good, like woohoo for you. Congrats on the giant. <laughs> wow, wow. Like, I'm we're all going to go home. You know, we're just dads out here trying to hustle, just hanging out, and you're over there just slinging one handed mode. 
uh, RPGs, I bet, though. You bet you're not playing yeah, Street Fighter, but you're playing... I bet, <laughs> I bet you're playing RPGs. I, w I wish I could pull you on the stage right now. Like, let's duke this out. <laughs> one-handed mode. Come on, nobody can do one-handed mode for real. Unless you can do it kids, slowly, then, you know. Then, then you can. But you, you, you could. Sorry. Sorry, Jay Lash. <laughs> Got love. Team Pandora says quack, quack. Uh... <laughs> I just gotta say that Shem was an inspiration for me to actually get my own 3D printer, and I started to dabble with that as well. And it's, it's, it's hard. Yeah, it's, it's. Yeah. I could see why a lot of people stay away from it. But I've been like printing out random shells and all sorts of stuff just to have fun with it. But yeah, it's actually, cool. It's cool. Yeah, actually, I got home from my holiday um, yesterday, or day before yesterday, and uh, I started the next batch of these. And it broke on the first one. Oh. Like I had to replace a part on the printer, so it's not for the faint of heart. But um, yeah, it, it's fun yeah. though. And you know, I think I think the the grips are you know they're pretty okay. So, well, I definitely am going to be picking one of those up. I have not picked up really any accessories for the Mew Mini Plus yet, so I want to start collecting those to make big accessory video. It'd be fun. Good idea. Um, do you have them in stock now? Can I buy one now? Yes, uh, actually, the new batch went up today. Yeah, today earlier today. And uh, nice. all three colors, I think, are in Ooh. stock. And uh, they, yeah. so they will ship within two weeks of this. Sort of but usually, it's a lot. Um, usually, it's a lot quicker. I can than add that. a gift message for free. Can you print? Hi, Stubbs. I think you're really nice. I love you. I wish we could go on a holiday together <laughs> now i recently heard that you were on holiday where'd you go what did you do tell us all about it uh, i went back to my hometown in the south of england just to chill with the fam and uh yeah it was nice it's a coastal town nice uh, in dorset which yeah it was it was really good played some rk 2023 in my downtime so all good that's fun um do you see any angry seagulls oh yeah yeah for sure i saw some razor bills so those are pretty cool um, they're those? basically penguins. So what? you're like just chilling, and there's a penguin over there, and it turns out it's a razor bill. Razor uh, bill penguin. Well, it's not actually a penguin, but it looks like one. Oh my god. Yeah, they're just chilling. Wait, are these the ones from Star Wars that are on like the that island where they filmed episodes seven and eight? Isn't that in Ireland? Is that in I Ireland? I have no idea. I don't know. Oh, wait, are you not a Star Wars fan? <laughs> i mean Did it's I 2023 what what are we what are we doing here <laughs> is know. anybody in 2023 no not anymore no, they ruined no. it they did their best but they ruined it. <laughs> hey let's 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 uh let's rep ourselves here so pick yourself up a nice rh hat if you're gonna buy stuff today um while you're buying stuff retrohandhelds.myspreadshop.com look like your best friend Zoo of Zoo Reviews who looks just like this unfortunately um, <laughs> he has the hat on and just that great mustache he's just looking very Zoo like uh, he, he could he picked it up and, and, and so can you too thanks so guys uh, what games have we been playing this week that's what I want to know let's let's get loosey-goosey enough of this like oh news blah 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 speculation I want to know Shem starting with you man what what, what have you been jamming on 
So like I said, I've been on my arcade 2023 on trains and in downtime on my holiday. So I played two games. One was Cosmic Spacehead on the Sega Mega Drive or Genesis, which is a really interesting game. Um, it's a point and click adventure game. And uh, it's a sequel to an NES game called Linus Spacehead's Cosmic Crusade. And the idea is your player is Cosmic, who's the most 90s whatever that is kid ever. Who is this guy? Um, yeah, this... And yeah, the game is interesting because it's almost like what people in the 90s thought people in the 60s would think the future in the 90s would look like. <laughs> so you get this really strange, psychedelic, um, really kind of just weird uh, game. It makes huh. no logical sense at all, but uh, I used to play it uh, yeah. as a kid, and so I know what to do at every point of the game. I played it so much as a kid, so I can just breeze through the game in like an hour. So I did that on the train. And that's it's fun. interesting. Oh, Codemasters, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, Codemasters, yeah. And um, after that, I was playing Soul Calibur on the RK2023 because it turns out that that system is just mm -hmm. awesome for Dreamcast. It's it really so is. good. It really is. Um, Ooh. And here's a, here's a fun fact about me. I had Soul Calibur on my Dreamcast, but I only ever played, like, practice mode because I was, you know, sad and by myself. And uh, <laughs> not really. Um, but anyway, my favorite character in Soul Blade was Siegfried. And really? until I played Soul Calibur on the train home, I never knew you could unlock Siegfried in Soul Calibur. So I unlocked him and I was like, what? And then I saw he looks like Val Kilmer in that game. And I was like, what? <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so I was just playing Soul Calibur, which I think is as close to a perfect game as you can get. I mean, it is phenomenal, that game. I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I haven't played it before beyond playtesting it for like 30 seconds so this That's is one fine. i should spend time oh rob's shaking no, his head at me. no. have i messed up no that's that's my that was my launch game right there oh <laughs> good oh yes oh, good no. stuff the, the oh, great the, oh. the great thing is that you can button mash it and it just uh you know <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just a, a regular fighting game but once you get the hang of the the parries and the repels and um like the kind of horizontal versus vertical uh fighting system it feels more like sword fighting. It's really cool. It's such a good game. Ugh, oh, love it. Well, I'll try it again. This is the one that has Link in it, right? I can play as Link. No, no that's, that's Soul Calibur two. two. That's two, yeah. Oh, I've never actually played this one. Okay, so this Soul Calibur two is cool because it had, I think it had Spawn on the Xbox. Then yep. Link was on the GameCube, and then who, who did they have for PS two? I don't remember. Hey uh, Heihachi from. Okay, Tekken. yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah Yoshimitsu is also in this game, and uh, he has almost the same move set. Mm -hmm more or less is in Tekken. So it, it's a cool series. It is a really good series. Yeah. While I'm not a huge fighting game fan myself, Tekken is my favorite. So if it's like that style, I will definitely try this out and load this up in my next retro handheld Dreamcast, which very well might be the 35XX because Batacera is now working on here with the GPU enabled, which is freaking crazy. So we'll see if Soul Calibur works on there. One more one more thing, uh, Rencho. Uh, yeah, Kratos was in the PSP version. Really? Okay, let, let's do a quick breakdown, okay? Soul okay. Calibur 2, guest characters. Link, Heihachi, Spawn. Soul Calibur 3, if I remember right, didn't have any have any guest characters. And 4 had Darth Vader, Starkiller, and uh, Yoda. 5 had... Kra uh, sorry, Broken Destiny had uh, Kratos. Yoda. 5 had Ezio from Assassin's Creed. 6 has Geralt from the other game. I forget. Henry Cavill. The Witcher, that's the, the Witcher. One. Yeah. The Witcher. Yeah. That's the one. I think Bewitched. that's all of them. Bewitched was in the 60s, I think. 
Yeah, so five was Ezio. That's right. Okay. Good, Which is good. such a good, it's such a good choice. Isn't that a great choice? Okay. Yeah. It's so good. It, it, and it holds up so well too. Like that that's the thing, you know, you play the original on Dreamcast and it's like the graphics are great. Gameplay yeah. is satisfying. It's just good package yeah. all around. Yeah. 60 it's FPS with some of the best graphics on Dreamcast. It's Seriously. unbelievable. At launch too. I mean, yeah. really, like it's just, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Six also had 2B. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, to, to be fair, the PSP one is unreal as well. I'm it's it's easily the one of the best PSP games. PSP just in general was unreal. I don't, like just the kind of stuff that was on that platform at the time. Like, wow. I didn't, if I you didn't know they had Kratos in there, that's crazy. If if you uh, if you bring up like uh, Final Fantasy Type Zero on the original PSP, that that is unbelievable that that was on a handheld at the time. It's, Seriously, it's crazy. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I love the PSP. Let's do an episode about the PSP specifically. Okay, just the whole episode. It could be this episode. Yeah. I don't need one hundred percent on board for that. Want. Love the PSP. It's still yeah, a relevant system today. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right, Which, well, by the way, uh, real quick, Russ, if you're oh, watching, yeah. I, I I do genuinely want to play Monster Hunter together sometime. So let's do that. <laughs> he wants to do it. Yeah, I, I hope so. I saw it. I hope I'm with the, there with you guys too. We should do a weird. Well, Monster that would Hunter. be a deal breaker. Oh, Monster Hunter would be great. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on to you, Rob. Uh, what game? What game are you playing right now? I've been playing uh, Ridge Racer Type Four. It's the uh, the game of the month. I'm probably not going to finish it just because I'm testing so many games right now. I'm going kind of on every different handheld and platform, and just kind of messing around with that. But yeah, Ridge Racer Type 4, fantastic racing game from PlayStation 1 days. Honestly, yeah. up until the PSP ones came out, it was definitely my favorite Ridge Racer game. So I think the Ridge Racer PSP games might be my favorites now. So yeah, but it's good stuff. This one looks pretty solid. Uh, it looks like the graphics from Need for Speed 3 to me, which is another favorite game of mine. Uh, I've never played Ridge Racer type four before so this is another one i need it's to good. add well i like the drift mechanics in it um it cleans up right. really nicely when you do the up resing and all that all the fancy stuff it, it looks good uh, it, you, it's a fun game can you Great power soundtrack. is there like a turbo mode where you can power into the into the slides like in mario kart where you're there, there's there's like a, dr a there's a drift mechanic it's not really okay. like like uh, a drift yeah. there's, there's like a satisfying in mario kart yeah. i'm talking about you do it like a jump with the shoulder buttons and then you do a power slide and it's really satisfying. Oh, I, lo I love that. Yeah, that yeah. is definitely satisfying. <laughs> it just feels so good. So when a racing game has that element to it, I'm like, I'm hooked. I'll play it to the end. Who, who is playing this? this? I was going to say this guy such a bad I, job. Oh I thought this was goodness. me playing. <laughs> no, this is this is IG oh, company. Oh. I'm just pulling up random. I'm just waiting YouTube for videos. them to drift or take a corner better. I know they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna so learn long. at like, some wait, point. That's the spot I usually crash in. Stop hitting it. <laughs> no the drifting mechanic on it was really similar to like um uh, i don't know if you've played outrun 2006 oh, but it's got the outrun. very a very similar way that it you know the, that you engage in it so if you yeah. played either game yeah. the other one's going to feel really natural it's kind of in that same vein it's really good yeah you, you, you kind of easy to get a hold of yeah exactly you kind of clunk into a drift like it's almost like two different uh start like mechanics doing that their you best. between they doing um, his best man I don't yeah, think he's drifted once, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to drift. He doesn't know how. <laughs> oh. Just tap the brake, dude. <laughs> Doing his best. 
Oh, that's just painful. Come on, let's move on to the Rob. Oh thing. yeah, this is driving me mental. I like, I like oh, how you, hey, you felt the need to say something. I was sitting here watching this. I'm like, this isn't good. This is terrible. <laughs> I will see. I have nowhere to talk, so I'll just pull up any video. <laughs> All right. So, who's playing Pokemon Black right now? Uh, that's Damien, right? This is your uh, white, game, but yes, Pokemon White. Yes, <laughs> same. It's the same thing. Um, same, same. Yeah. No. For uh, that's our uh, what is it? RPG of the quarter is Pokemon Black and White. Um, I didn't realize by that. a hair that that thing won uh, against a couple other really good looking games. So I've been enjoying this one. I'm taking my time with it. I haven't played a Pokemon game since Blue and Red and Yellow back in really? what the late nineties, early late 90s. 2000s. Yeah, I mean, yep. yeah, I mean, I played like Pokemon Snap on the n64 as a kid and whatever preteen and uh um we played the the one of the trading card games for the game boy color as a game of the month a few months back but outside of that i haven't played any pokemon games um since that was a really big deal for me when i was like in middle school so it's been kind of fun just jumping in going like, through the series yeah the fifth series or was it fifth uh fifth gen is supposed to be really easy to get into it's designed for people who maybe haven't played it before so it was the perfect reboot for me to, to just dive in. Like, I know everything from the old stuff, but I don't feel like I have to remember anything if I don't need to. So it's been fun. Yeah, if you're going to jump back into the series later on, I feel like White and Black were uh, were highly rated entries, right? They were the, they were the first DS entries. I'm going to get I'm going to get hosed by Pokemon fans for saying that. Was I right? No, that's I that's completely wrong. That's wrong so wrong on I'm every actually... level. That's worse than the Ridge Racer video. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh no! Go back. <laughs> I we know can edit that uh, out, right? The first one. To, no, uh, we're not editing. <laughs> it was the first to um, not feature any of the old old Pokemon. It was all new stuff. At least it, before you get to the end game. <laughs> Well, that's good to know. Um, I'm not going to play because it it's going to take way too long, and I'm already focused on playing a long game, which is Des Tales of Destiny 2 for PS1. That's my game Ooh. that I've been rocking lately, which Damien and I have you to thank and also to come after for for making it happen. Uh, it I'm is just so happy that you that, I'm that this it. like just was presented to you from a random algorithm, and you were like, "This is the one." Like that was the whole point, is, right? So I I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know what you guys were doing in there. You're uh, getting crazy, making a, I think like your second or third game of the month type thing, and I'm like, "Oh, new games to try." So I go look them up, and I'm like, "Oh, this one looks like Star Ocean 2. And then the battle system's just like it. Uh, the the plot development similar some of the mechanics and i realized that some of the same people working on both games this and uh uh star ocean so tales of fantasia crew i guess so this is really exciting and the art style has me hooked i just love just that slow paced rpg nature to it with the really cool add battle system which for me just clicks oh so perfectly bill hopefully you're proud of me right now if, if you're still here uh but Oh, my bandwidth's not loving these videos tonight. But uh, this is... It's just a cool style. Let's see if I can find the battle system. They have it in this Was video. Was this the last 2D one that they before they transitioned to... I think the, so. Yeah. Because I couldn't get into Tales on, uh, like, for GameCube, for instance. Oh, really? I, I but, love that one. It's, it's, like, one of my favorites. It's a good one. But this one, just, the art style is so freaking nice and nostalgic and... Was this the one that was on uh, DS as well? 
Did he get a port DS? to DS? I don't yeah. think. I don't know or, if it got a port. It got a PSP no. port. Oh, P uh, oh yeah, PSP. Yeah. Like a European PSP port. PSP port. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Tales of is, is always solid. It's yeah. just you need to sink, you know, 10,000 hours into each one um, to get to the end. But that's fine sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like that's okay. Um, I don't know if I'll finish it anytime soon. I'm still working through Star Ocean uh, for Game Boy Color, Blue Sphere from like last year. Blue Sphere. That I promised everybody that I would finish <laughs> by the end of the year, and I, here I am six months later, and it's no. You know, as I get older, I play less and less RPGs. It's just, it's just I, no... I, I love the genre, but I just, I can't, the time sink, it's just so hard, you know? Yeah, I know. Mm. Yeah. The... Can I introduce you to a device called the MiU Mini? You can play your <laughs> RPGs while cooking dinner. Can I? <laughs> and if it wasn't comfortable to hold, there happens to be a certain ergonomic grip. <laughs> no, we're talking about the original. Come on. Oh, the oh, that's too small. It's not going. No, for no. You're, my you're, you're stirring the you're thumbs. You're playing. You're playing. Yeah, fine. The size yeah, of those are yeah <laughs> large. There's a problem. Yeah. All right. I'll give you that. Okay. I think it's more for me the emotional investment in like a feat that is a, an rpg like Why for me to play a video game that isn't feet? like something i can do a week <laughs> investing in feet <laughs> it's just Sorry. it's it's like i don't i don't know how far i want to get into this how much time do i really want to dedicate this like what if it turns out not good i get scared and so like for mm. me to to jump into something like a commitment like that is is hard so like like the whole pokemon thing it's like okay this feels like a safe safe option for me but like tales of Tales of Destiny 2 in front of you. It's just like, am yeah. I ready for this? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, for me, I got to play it on a system that has good battery life. RPGs need to be on a system that has good battery life. And the Miu Mini does check it. Miu Mini I, Plus checks the box too. I, I think it's great though we have fast forward because, I mean, it completely changes oh, yeah. the dynamic with JRPGs. And in fact, you know, I, I was looking at the remake or the remake of final fantasy 8 um and you know they added fast forward and stuff to that and i was also playing dragon quest 11 which has no yeah 11 which has a, uh, you know you can speed up the battles by three times just like by default and uh, i think it really does change the way that we play them compared to how we used to you know when we were kids and we had 12 hours in front of the ps1 every day right you you had the time to to mess up back then to just die over and over and over again uh, these days, who has time for that? Like, let's yeah. use fast forward. Let's abuse save states. I mean, Mr. Sujano tells us that every single day. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I, you can't I play it. on easy mode now. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I don't even care. I don't, I do you know, like, I yeah, do I don't too. even care anymore. Back in the day, no way. Do you, no do you way. ever feel just a twinge of guilt when you go to, to choose like hard, normal, or easy? And you're like, oh, for time. Please, oh, yeah. please don't. Please well, don't. I was judge the guy me, that would like, hunt the achievements and, and play through like the hardest difficulty, just oh, so I could no. have the bragging rights and everything. That was me. Like, now, now it's easy mode all the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just, uh, I tend to do love, that too. Just to flex uh, a, a little. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Damien. No, 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 please. Yeah, just to flex on everybody here. I actually uh, turned up the difficulty on Soul Calibur because I got so good at it over the last week so <laughs> just saying like you know i, I am not playing you Shem. <laughs> yeah this is <laughs> i'm just gonna button mash my way to victory <laughs> the irony is it will probably work <laughs> yeah. my wife always canes me in tekken and you know i'm like trying to pull off combos and she's like <laughs> yeah i uh 
I've only liked that with maybe two games. I got pretty good at Momodora when I played that, which is an awesome Metroidvania. I highly recommend it. It's available for pretty much every platform. But uh, my wife and I were trying to get the platinum achievement on that, and we did. We did. Nice. Watched nice. a couple of playthroughs, but we beat it on insane mode, legitimately. And uh, that was my humble brag of 2021, and I haven't done anything like that since, so I've been playing easy mode, even on Borderlands. Have you beat uh, all the Halos in Legendary? Yes. No, I ha I haven't played Halo before, to be beyond multiplayer. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I would. I will. Now that Xbox emulation is getting really awesome on the Steam Deck and other handhelds, I'll, I'll do it for you. No, that, that's not necessary. <laughs> I'd, I'd, like to, really I'd, like, I'd like to offer it. I will think about you the whole time I'm playing from the start to the end of every game. I'm not like a super Halo fan or anything, but that was just one of those games that I feel like as a kid, you just always play on Legendary yeah. for some reason. And now like, I play it and I'm like, no, I just want to not do this <laughs> well i think like halo 2 had the worst legendary mm. mode if you did it in co-op or whatever it was oh it was terrible just i think if your teammate died you have to restart the entire level over again it's just like oh, so, yeah it's so bad twice the liability oh listen God. have you guys ever heard of a game called perfect dark okay co-op mode that's the game that's the game you play when you were kids what is this halo we didn't have an xbox in my house growing up so, I don't know what you guys are talking about. We did N64. Time for Damien. Yeah, yeah, I'd, me too. I had an E-Machines. <laughs> let me, of... uh, well, one thing, let me let me loop back to the Tales of thing and just say, Bandai, okay. please re-release Tales of Graces. Please. On Switch, don't on PC, on Steam, <laughs> please. Yeah. That's all I want. ActRaiser, ActRaiser 2, that's what we want whatever let's go emulate them okay well and go emulate yourself so all right so, all right i guess that's that I guess we're streams we're streams done see see each other <laughs> later we're fighting now um hey so you like the xperia play and other obscure devices mm. um why don't we uh uh segue hard segue into obscure devices that we're all enjoying still right now um Shem? What for, who did the Xperia me? play? Was that you or is that Damien? I think believe it's both. But you both, both yeah. want you both mm. liked it. You both have one. Alright, let me get Oh, you have one with you. Oh, oh show I that thing off on camera. What do we this got? This thing there? this thing got operated on live on this channel too, sometime back. I should pull that video up, but I don't dare. Well, it looks like garbage, so you probably shouldn't. It's gonna have to be in two eighty two forty P is what it's gonna have to be. Uh so here's Spawn Wave showing off the xperia play this is the standard black model uh i can't get into this device because there's no physical analog but that's just me uh, what are you guys so like good. it what they're you guys so like? good think of though. it like a miu mini there you go like neither does oh, that you, l3 you have it i, I almost I, picked it too but i'm like you know we're gonna talk about the xperia play regardless of yours is something here. else in heart because it the is. innards of this one came from you so you took... I had an Xperia play inside of me? Yes, exactly. They came from inside of you. Where'd no, you... Um, <laughs> we okay. traded a bunch of handhelds like a while ago. Oh, right. And yeah, one and of I them was a, it to you. an Xperia play, yeah. 
so I put like fresh parts on it and everything and, and did like a big custom ROM of like a website that doesn't exist anymore. It's, it's an old baby of mine. That's what got me into this whole thing. The, the Xperia That's play it holds up. It holds up so well. It's absolutely yeah. absurd. I mean, I was playing N64 on the Xperia play in like 2011. Um, it, 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 I mean, you know, not, not amazingly, but it was possible. Um, and it's just, I wish I had mine here because I feel like I'm the only one that doesn't. But I do have five right over there in various states of disrepair. You have five um, Xperia mm, plays? Yeah, I've been meaning to fix them, but um, I just haven't got around to it. But um, oh, it, sorry, I think, well, this is both mine, Damien, so I'll have a little bit. I have oh, such, please. such an emotional connection to this device. Like, it, it, it's almost like silly. And I feel like the biggest nerd in the world, but it's just one of those devices that I will never dislike it. Um, and let me go away from emulation real quick, because it's something that I, I found really interesting with the Xperia Play was the native games. Um, and you know, you, you might know Gameloft, the mobile game uh, yeah. studio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They got a lot of flack uh, back in back back in 2011, 12, 13, for basically ripping off console games and putting them on mobile. So. They had a game called Shadow Guardian, which was Uncharted. They had Star Battalion with Star Fox. They had Backstab, which was Assassin's Creed Black Flag before Assassin's Creed Black Flag existed. They had all these games that they were putting in. They were putting them on an Xperia Play with controller support. And they were just, when you look back, it had to be the beginning of mobile gaming. Like, seriously, they, they, those games were so good for the time. And um, I just love them so much. And the Xperia Honestly, Play I... is just, it's, it's just such an amazing device. Go ahead, Rob. No, I was just going to say, I, I, I missed that Gameloft generation. That they were, honestly, I know they were doing copycat games, but man, they were fun to play. They were it, good. It, it's what mobile needed at the time. It, it really, they yeah. really needed it because, um, you know, we, we didn't have that. You know, we had the Java era, and then we kind of slipped into like the Android era without, you know, I, iPhone was doing okay with games. Um, but, you know, Android didn't really have anything other than regular, you know, tap puzzle games and then gameloft comes along with like full 3d open world assassin's creed clone out of nowhere you know and um yeah it, it was just such a good device for that and you know sony actually supported their devs really well their api was really well documented really easy to use um and there was a huge community around the time there was a website called xperiagamer.net um, and i actually met the guy that ran it and he was just such a cool guy he worked for sony um and uh yeah i remember just like you know chatting with him about the xperia play and we were just nerding out about it but it's just it's just one of those devices that it will never nothing will ever have an impact on me like that one did yeah beautiful yeah, and the cool thing about the xperia really play cool. too is that a lot of the versions that were released were actually sort of exclusive for the xperia play because they added controller support so yeah. at the time if you had like an android phone you know you couldn't actually get that controller support in it so it was, it was kind of cool it, it just yeah, I mean, I, I feel the same way as you guys about it. Yeah. I, I think it's a great device. Um, I, I think that the the saddest thing, though, about all that is that it was a time of really uh, bad DRM, and um, many, many of these of the best Xperia Play games are no longer playable on it, and I, I don't think they ever will be. I even tried uh, to circumvent it myself uh, before, but it was just way too much work. Um, but, you know, you can still play Shadow Guardian, which is an Uncharted clone, which is a... It's, nice. a, it's a fun little game, but stuff like Dungeon Hunter, which was Diablo, and um, what was it, uh, you know, Nova, 
um, which was Halo, like all those are kind of gone, which is just such a such a tragedy. But maybe one day somebody will bring it back. Who knows? I'll send one yeah. to Black Seraph. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If there's anybody, man, who could probably get it going. Uh, well, especially when you look at the <laughs> the modern day versions of those series, they're all like online play required. You know, you have to get yeah. to the internet. It's a, it's a shame. I mean, mm. I kind of hate that when you have a single player game that requires the internet to play it. It's like, come on. Yeah. You know? Well, it's interesting. I'll go over this super quick. The, the DRM in those old game loss games works like this. It says, here's the game. Okay, you run the game. Do we have the data package installed? If it's no, it reaches out to the server and downloads it. If it's yes, it reaches out to the server and says, hey, can I play this? And then it says, no, you can't because you, yeah. you know. But the problem is all it needs from the server is that yes. And so technically all you need to do is to circumvent that and make it return a yes. And it should work because it doesn't actually need to download anything. Um, but, you know, like I said, I'm not a super skilled developer, so I wasn't able to get very far with it. But um, yeah. It is what it is. Xperia Play, though, beautiful device. It's, it's going to be a, yeah. an upcoming retrospective for uh, for my channel. I'm going to yeah, really do a wait. deep dive in it because it, it's just worth talking about. It's a great device. Yeah. yeah. We're we're definitely kind of over the cliff of like being yeah. able to get one at a reasonable price. Like they're starting to go up. The parts are very hard to find. I have a spare ribbon cable that I bought two years ago, three years ago, because I just knew that they were getting harder to find. And that's the part that breaks all the time. But it is a, it's still forever one of my favorites. It's a little tiny Android that's about the size of, you know, when you put it down, like yeah. a U Mini or something like that. It just goes right in your pocket. It's it's definitely yeah. still one of my favorite little mobile guys. Yeah. And that's one I had for a little while. Cause Damien, I know I got one from you and uh, it had a bigger battery mod on it. So it had this honking battery and it, it was heavy battery. and i ended up switching to the smaller battery uh and i all i did with it was just load retroarch and just do some basic emulation i saw okay all right this is cool but i never had one back in the day so there was no nostalgia factor for me and i'm like okay there's a lot of other devices right now that are going to do this better so but now i'm kind of missing it a little bit you guys are kind of getting me like that fomo right now like <laughs> play yes it, uh, well, <laughs> it, it's it's cool to have in the collection you know i mean yeah. really like if you are really serious about these kind of devices it's kind of an interesting piece of history in terms of the whole space and yeah yeah I, it, it still has some merit it's still worth owning in that sense so yeah i, I like it a lot you know uh, yeah I, I would even argue that um it's it's actually a very viable pocket retro gaming device like it, it really is yeah well yeah, i still use mine all the time tiny yeah Absolutely. really yeah yeah. Wow. I mean, I mean, there's like the 405M, yeah. which is, I mean, this is just what I haven't reached, and this thing is like a it's like <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, that's so good. Look at that, so pocketable, Very tiny. so Beautiful. pocketable. Yeah. Well, cool. Uh, Rob, what about you? So I picked the kind of one that I talked about recently, which was the it was actually the Razer Phone Two with the Jungle Cat controller oh, attached. Right. Like, here, I got this thing over here. Let's, let's and, pull yeah, up I mean, a retro it's, tech it's, dad video kind of a wide boy but it actually has a 16 by 9 screen and the cool thing is this, this jungle cat controller is kind of like switch styles. what it's really crazy yeah i mean it's just like huh. wait a minute and that pairs right on like a switch to the uh, razor phone wow. too yeah yeah it's all it's all done with bluetooth i mean yeah it's it's pretty cool i mean that's nuts the screen on it is fantastic i mean 
It's 16 by 9, which is kind of like the big thing about it, especially for emulation. Yeah. Still got enough power. It's got a Snapdragon 845 Ooh, on it. I mean, so, right there, it's rocking what? Yeah. Outrun yeah. 2006? You know, it's it's a cool little device, you know. And again, typical Razer. They just don't know how to market their things. Um, it's the same thing we're seeing with the Razer Edge. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, yeah. They, they completely bumbled hey, that. And hey, at least same thing with the lineage. Phone. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, you know. I like how I the uh, I like how the jungle cat doesn't block the uh, the speakers of the Razer Phone too. It's yep. so good. Yep. It's cool because it's like the the, the case. It's like a yeah. case that's molded for it. And yeah. Like, yeah. So well. I mean, it's I, you know Razer yeah, actually I, has RGB lighting. Don't know yeah. what to do with it. <laughs> yeah, like... I I have a, I have two Razer Phone twos uh, in my nice. box of projects, but. The screens are still absurdly expensive to replace, and they both have broken screens. So when That's those the thing I've noticed, yeah, yeah, when they when they if they if they drop, I'll, I'll repair them for sure. They they are hard to come by too. It's weird. Like I mean, especially in good condition. I mean, the USB C ports fail on them. Um, you know, typical Razer build quality. It's not meant for longevity. So it was, you know, it was a fast yeah. phone. I I had one for a brief time as well. I liked the. Uh... I liked it, but the edges were so damn sharp that I ended up switching it for like a Galaxy or something. Well, yeah. especially when you compare it to the phones that were being released at the time. I mean, you right. could see why this thing flopped. I mean, it it just looked so odd in in a space where phones were starting it to transition did. to like eighteen by nine, right. really thin bezels. You know, the speakers on the side kind of made it look really chunky and big. So, yeah, it's a cool device to look back on now. At, right. But, at the time, I could understand why it didn't do so well, but it was well, kind of like one of the first truly marketed up gaming phones too, which was kind of interesting about it as well. So, yeah. I mean, I would have picked one of these up uh, if I had known that the Jungle Cat was there and I could have had a, this awesome Switch-like experience. I probably would have kept it. But it should have been in the box. It honestly should have, it should have been, been a package. Like... It should have been the Razor. It should have been the Razor Edge Gen One. Yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah, it is. Well, let's take a look at, while we're on YouTube, let's plug our guest, Retro Breeze, again. So we got Shem here. Congrats on the 6K, by the way. You're on Thank your way you to 10K. Much. Wow. Is, Amazing. Uh, Thank you, you. Now, I always go, anytime I have questions about the N-Gage, this is the channel. <laughs> this is the only channel I reference. You mean uh, you mean this one? Yes. Oh, the QD. Yeah. Mm, mm, the Oh, my <laughs> retro tech daddy has one too. Of course, yeah, absolutely. Go. You know what's funny is that I didn't. I actually owned the the taco phone originally back in mm. the day. I never had the QD. The QD was something I added to my collection later on. But I was all taco phone back in the day. <laughs> mm, yeah. Well, I, I think I think that in retrospect, it is the better hardware. Just just a little bit. It's a bit more comfortable. You know, for gaming purely, yeah. it's got yeah. a little bit better battery and speakers, but. I mean, the QD is just such a such a neat little device. I, I actually would love to get the the original one again. I I, I kind of miss it. I have yeah. a nostalgia for it, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't have it now just because. And as Shem's showing here, you can emulate the N-Gage on a yeah. lot of systems on Android with the the e, what is it E L E T A E K A two L one. Yeah, E K A two L one. What does that stand for, by the way? What is? Do you know what that naming means? No idea. Random. Something to do with Symbian, I'm guessing. Oh, uh, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. it's actually a Symbian OS emulator. Um, right, and Symbian, Symbian also runs on uh, Nokia phones, other Nokia yep. phones. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
And then there was a follow-up Engage, an Engage 2.0, which yes. has a Metal Gear out for it, which you and I talked about a bunch last yep. year. I, yeah. I still want to play that, but I can't figure out a way to do it without buying uh, an Engage 2.0 device. Here well, you go. can you can emulate it on ah, the N95. Ah. Mm, beautiful. Very let me, good, let me, Rob. Big screen yeah, there, Which is cool because like this one had the, the typical slider stuff. Yeah, like that, and that slides on the other side. You do it that way, yeah, and you got controls on the yeah. sides here, which is and, really cool. And that bec that becomes uh, your gamepad controls. Ah, oh, it's excellent. Yeah, this, so this, good. this is if you want to play 2.0 uh, engage stuff, this is definitely the way to do it for sure. Yes, yeah. N95 a gig version. Oh yeah, beautiful. Uh, and <laughs> actually, it had hardware acceleration. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a really cool platform to mess around with. Like it's just. Yeah. Again, another oddball in terms of handheld history, um, in terms of mobile gaming, like it's just fascinating. Like it's fun, yeah, it is fun. It's yeah, pushing almost twenty years old too. It's yeah. just like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, yeah. the the EKA two L one emulator does uh, original Engage and the Engage two point platform, um, and you know my my video is very old. It's a very early video I made, but it, it still works. It works in any Android device, like literally. You can do this on the cheapest Android device and it works fine. Um, and Stubbs, if you go back to my channel, I made something pretty cool for emulating Engage. Oh, let's do it. I, I love Renshaw's comment too. Yeah, <laughs> That's it's true. Oh, it's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> the only stream on the internet where two people would randomly have Engages within arm reach, unprompted. Yeah, we didn't have we didn't even have Engage on the show notes. By the way, nope. we had other devices, but Engage was not something we had listed. So I love it. Hey, uh, can I answer Team Pandora's question? Actually, yeah, of course. Uh, okay, Metal Gear Solid Mobile. It takes place uh, between Metal Gear Solid One and Two, and I, 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 it's not like a deep story, but it's basically I don't know anything I say is going to ruin the game. It takes place between One and Two. It's stylistically like One, but with the kind of or graphically like one with the style of two, it, it, it's cool. Uh, it has a really interesting stealth camo mechanic where you uh, take photos of, the, of objects with the real camera and yeah. it changes Snake's camo to the color of the object. So you take, take a photo of a Coke can, his camo turns red. It, it's great. Do you, have a, do you have any content on this on the channel here? Uh, yeah, my tutorial uh, will show a bit of gameplay on it. Um, the one that you were on before, but um, what I wanted funny, to say, you... I think I yeah. told you, Shem, that's how I found your channel a while yeah. back. And yeah, I mean, I was just searching, like, has anyone done Engage emulation? Is that a thing right now? And yeah. your channel came up, and I was like, oh, I, li I like this guy. Yeah, <laughs> my, <stuff>. my... <laughs> yeah, thank you. My video is extremely detailed. It tells you everything you need to know. A little bit too much, actually. Um, <laughs> that's called having a niche. And yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I I will watch niche content on stuff I will never ever touch in my life. I just yeah. hearing someone experienced about on the topic makes me wildly interested in it, and I'll watch all right. the videos. I, I wish I had uh, my. I got we got a question from um, Tonhum about Elder Scrolls on Engage. Uh, yes, they did have an Elder Scrolls game. A fully get this a full three D open world RPG on your phone in 2003. Like that is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. This thing Shadow is competing key, right? with the Game Boy Advance. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's just it's phenomenal. It's crazy because I was a supporter of the Engage. I, I actually owned one when it launched, like a few weeks after, because they were doing a lot of promos on it. And 
Like, how did Nokia mess this up? I mean, I was playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Tomb Raider on a mobile device in 2003. Yeah. It's like... It's and it's, just... it's, it's the only place to play a PS1 style SSX or Red Faction game. That's the coolest thing. Red is... Faction blast too. Red yeah. Faction is actually blowing up fun. walls and stuff. It's <laughs> yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, okay, so actually, uh, the so I wanted to say I've actually built a gamepad specifically for emulating N-Gage games because when you go to emulate N-Gage, the problem is the controls, right? Engage yeah. has 19 buttons that are used in every single game. Many games, especially um, especially uh, the SSX, mm -hmm. uses every single button on the keypad to do different tricks. It's ridiculous. So it's impossible to play with a standard gamepad or, God forbid, a touchscreen. Actually, in this case, touch is probably better. But on my channel, I have a short uh, which will show you my Engage gamepad, which I built from the ground up. Um, it runs using an ESP32, Bluetooth, rechargeable, um, and it has all the buttons you need to play Engage games. And I am planning to open what? source the parts and the design and the code. Uh, if you go to the shorts tab, Stubbs, you'll see it. Yes, I want to see this. Yep, there I you go, the go second one. There. Right there? It's really cool. And, I've been um, following that. I love that. that. Little thing. And it works. You madman. Perfect. What have you done? and uh i'm Whoa, pretty no. proud of it i do have one problem though i really wanted to actually show it on the stream but what? actually the tolerances for the buttons are so small that over time they've just shrunk like a fraction and so the buttons are sticking oh, so i can't no. show you it on stream but um yeah it's it's actually easy to make um, i'm gonna have a full tutorial on how to build your own it's all gonna be open source it costs like 15 bucks to build it's it's good stuff this is crazy, dude. If I do say so myself. Yeah, no, this is wild. I've never heard of anybody tackling. It's so important like too, just from a preservation point of view yes. as well, to be able to experience these. If you if you're somehow you, you caught a video on Engage, you're like, huh, I want to know more about it, and you can go and emulate these games and, and be able yeah. to do these kind of things. It's so important. This is a, an important part of gaming history. And I it really like. I know Engage people laugh when they hear it, but you know. It actually did a lot of cool things, and it's it's definitely worth investigating it. So yeah, I, I'm yeah. all for Engage stuff. Put it on your Etsy store. I, I yeah, Everybody I says was that. Everybody. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was considering it, but the amount of time it takes to build and the components and shipping a battery and all that is going to cost hundreds of dollars. Yeah, um, and I think it's a really good beginner project. So. Yeah. I might do like a commission, maybe if somebody's really desperate for me to do it for them. But otherwise, I will open source it. I will have. A, I've already, I've already recorded the the tutorial. I don't have a three D printer. I don't know how to use a three D printer. I don't, I don't know what you guys do with this three D printing, but it, but I'm so impressed with it every time I see it. And uh, oh, see, Ooh. you're making fancy fancy things. What the heck is I'm that? I'm experimenting. What, what like that's that's just an STL file I pulled off. I, I'm curious to see. Here what you can do and how can I tweak it myself. But yeah, I mean, Shem was an inspiration for that, for sure. I'm trying to kind of figure out what can I do? How can I have fun with this? You know, so it's cool. It opens up different doors. I love it. Well, I, I'm very excited for this. This was you all heard it here first. Uh, well, his shorts is where you would hear it first. But this is the freaking coolest. I can't wait to not have to deal with touchscreen num key buttons for my engage or not have enough buttons on my controller to map to play engage games 
I can and, play uh, Crash uh, Team Racing, Shem's favorite Engage game. <laughs> oh, that's such that's such a crazy release for Engage. <laughs> so so freaking mental. Just you 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 play the the pre-release like beta, and it's fantastic. It's so good. And then the release, they just widened the FOV, making the entire game unplayable, completely unplayable. <laughs> It's, 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 it's the most engage release ever. They probably <laughs> didn't. They probably didn't have the dev team. Probably didn't have engages. They, like yeah, one guy had an yeah. engage, and the last coder who touched the project was like, "Time to ship tomorrow." Uh, just in case, we better do this. And yeah. then he just went about his life. Yeah. So. So um, I, I will say, like, my last point on the on the engage is that the engage hardware itself is the limiting factor on engage games. And there are some absolutely phenomenal games on Engage, like Pathway to Glory. Um, you know, uh, the Colin McRae Rally is just brilliant, and uh, you know, some really interesting exclusives as well. Like uh, somebody mentioned Rift's Promise of Power. Uh, the okay. what was it called? The uh, the little Diablo style one. A game um, GameLoft had exclusives as well. Actually, I think that was probably some of their earlier works was working with the Engage. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Asphalt was like, on there. Asphalt, yeah. I mean, they they were doing a lot of cool stuff on there as well. So yeah, yeah. And um, you know, it's really, really, really worth your time if you're interested in you know yeah. old obscure stuff to just knock up the emulator, give it a go. It's a bit more work than a standard emulator, but it's good. And they just released Netplay, so. What? Pretty awesome. Or local? No, it's it's local multiplayer, but it works over private VPN, so you can do netplay. Brilliant. So, uh, in in Elder Scrolls, for example, you can all be walking around the same open world on different maps and run into each other. Like in two thousand three, on your phone. This is crazy. This it's is so I I can't beautiful. handle this anymore. So I'm upset. I can't. Recover. <laughs> Um, the world what? wasn't ready for it. We yeah. we really weren't. <laughs> Speaking of the world, what the world wasn't ready for. Are you ready for this? The uh, the CNC PSP Go by Slystrel made one of these for Damien, and Damien, right? That's your favorite device right now. My other slider that's also a favorite of mine. Did, yeah, did, these, is uh, that yeah, the version that has the the big battery yeah. on it? Big old fat battery on there. I think it's like a 4,500 milliamp battery in there with, uh, with like a 3D printed back on it. He, he so did another again, version I, that had like 9,000 milliamp battery or something crazy. Yeah, it was, I think an 8,000 in there. Yeah, like, it it's just, just, like, it's just like this, this honking brick he's carrying when, around. When like, I, Hello, this when is my PSP my, Go. When I got mine, he was like, you know, I can do the 8,000. I think I have everything I need for it. And I was like, I think it's just too much, buddy. Like, <laughs> like... I, this thing already goes four or five days of just me playing games on it with That's like crazy. on vacation and stuff. I, I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because the original had like a 960 something milliamp battery in it. So like the 4500 is already huge. So yeah. it's and it plays PSP games natively in a little tiny pocket thing. So and plus all the other systems mostly all right. Yeah, I mean, and it has a little nubbin for me, so I, I like having the analog stick for PSP. So I like this over the over the Xperia Play, for instance. Still not one that I really got into, again, because I, maybe I didn't have it back in the day, but I love the novelty of it. I love that it's sort of a clamshell and uh, that it's branded by Sony and that it has a pretty thriving custom firmware scene, too. So people still seem to use this and oh, yeah. enjoy oh, it yeah. in 2023. Rob's retrospective is, is coming. These? I hope so. Slistral? Is, I hope still so. Putting these together. We'll okay. have to ask him. Uh, we we need to know, and we will know. 
Now, the one that I'm excited about, though, this was mine that I picked for tonight. The R-Zone. Remember the R-Zone from the 90s? I do remember the R-Zone. I had one, too, buddy. I, I, I had one as well. You yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. The controller went missing, like, immediately. So the, the headband piece just became a prop for when we were, like, kids <laughs> with imagination. It's like, I'm a cyborg. Here's my costume. So... <laughs> I thought this was the coolest thing. I think I had a Street Fighter game or something for it, and like a battle tank game. But I remember walking around my grandma's kitchen and her like asking me stuff, and I'm like, I'm way too cool, right? I'm way too cool in Cyberpunk <laughs> to answer my grandma's question right now. I'm freaking battling tanks in virtual reality. This was the original VR dream for me. Screw the virtual boy, man. Get the R zone. <laughs> Actually, it's more like, Mom, I want an R zone. Mom, I want a virtual boy. And Mom says, Oh, this is the virtual boy we have at home, sort of meme is the R zone. But you, you got to watch the classic game room videos on anything R zone related. They are like, yeah. on point. They're hilarious. I mean, I well, John there, Riggs showed one off here that playing it at least in 2021. Are those tilt switches for the face buttons? Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it did have tilt I switches. I thought the engage was weird. No, there's, Tiger there's nothing just good to say about this thing at all. <laughs> and it's just all it is. You guys remember those Tiger handhelds that were just pre-lit up LCDs? Yeah. All it is is that, but shaded in red yeah. over your eye. Like that's... <laughs> And they There's obviously no... made it red because of the virtual boy at the time. I mean, that's because the virtual because yeah, it came out in '95, all... <laughs> I think, right? The same time as the virtual. So, so grandma walked in thinking she's picking up a virtual boy, and said she came out with the R zone. We got the R zone. <laughs> now I, I'm going to share this tab. Um, let's say that I started oh. obsessing oh, about no. the R zone again because oh. I have sort of nostalgia brain bugging me. That's like, but if you get the R zone, you will complete your childhood collection, and therefore it will unlock. A memory in your brain that will give you an everlasting hit of dopamine of grandmother's cookies um just the 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 90s just all the things going on spending 60 dollars now will immediately teleport me back to that place is this true this is a fact right this is just it's... how the science works i wish i could say yes stuff. jurassic park <laughs> lost yeah. world 65 way. bucks no 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 you're gonna get some like half shipping. functioning no. like headband that smells like somebody else's sweaty head oh, you, can get, oh. you can get it brand new though look at this game at least look at that guy he's having he's out no you guys can't see this he's having fun he's oh it's daytona usa now i'm listening though yeah, cartridges daytona usa is so good um i mean you can get one for as cheap as i mean let's just say that i wanted to maybe just look into it just a little bit there, there was one there in the, the picture he was wearing a, a like a rubber glove and i think that's the correct that's way the... to approach this device mm -hmm. I, they had one that was a big screen game. version of it too they had like a, a, they had a really big screen great... yeah, they had a, there's they a had variations of it like that's what's buy so it now. I don't about it. i'm like yeah. who was buying this there there is a group within our community that that actually is interested in these just probably for the same reason Stubbs is interested in nostalgia, but there's yeah. the XPG, which yeah, was like that, the, the second one the that came one, out yeah. and that's like a proper handheld. It doesn't strap to your head. This one's only 43 bucks. Sure. It's used and probably a little bit sweaty, but look at that. It looks pretty good. Look at those, the dip switches on for the face buttons. Well, you know, you seriously, know? if you can detach that headband, you can run it through, run it through the wash. No problem. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you can use some, use some rip more dye to make it green if you want <laughs> if you want 
So anyways, that was my thought on this. Um, there's also something exciting I wanted to share with everybody before we talk about the GPD clamshell, because I save that to the end because there's some... We're not sure if it's real, and that's fine, but we're going to talk about it anyways. Uh, it is the fact that... Retroid Pocket 2 Plus has now gotten Lineage. The first oh. custom firmware, yes, it's a couple of years now. Turtle's been working on behind the scenes. Everyone was asking, where's the 2 Plus? Where's the 2 Plus Lineage ROM? And people say, well, we don't need it because the stock is so damn good. But what if you want a clean ROM? You want to not have any Retroid stuff, but you want to still have like the Retroid Toolcase, Toolbox, and some of those stock apps you can install by choice. Well, public beta is out right now for a new copy of Lineage OS uh, that is not only for the 2 Plus, but Turtle just let me know during this stream that it's available for the 3 now, and we're going to get that uploaded. So RP3, RP2 Plus now have a custom firmware running Android 12. Excellent. Uh, the 2 Plus is one of those devices I think will will be relevant. Not relevant, but it will, it will be awesome forever. It's just such yeah. a cool little device. It's funny because I offloaded my Retro Pocket 3 and kept the 2 Plus because just... I can't. I, I like the the form factor of it. I, I yeah. Like just there's a lot of good things about it. So yeah. Yep. App so positively. I still enjoy mine. There's the watermelon oh. matching that sweet sweet watermelon so flip good. color. So good. So good. Oh. So good. Uh, Stubbs, so... do you still have that green one with the custom shell on? Oh, that looks so that cool. the... Oh. Was like the shell from the two. You know, two I almost uploaded like that. that to the stream to to share that that i just i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna do it anyways while we're here it takes like one second I just remember seeing that thing i can be jealous every time and then that sucker the for yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so this is a render by the way by scott so good. and it's so the kiwi great. it's the kiwi retroid pocket flip and i wish i could have it i want it so badly uh, i'm actually I'm still stoked for the for the Retroid Pocket Flip. Yeah, it's a T618, but I think there's going to be some X factor about it. Maybe it's those weird nubbins you're getting with it. Something about it, I hope, clicks for me that makes it different. Mm. I think the the flip. I'm still mad at Retroid for the three and three plus situation. Yeah. So I'm not doing the flip, but I think after that I might be a ready to re-engage that re -open relationship. Open your heart. Um, but, you know, the, the flip looks cool, but I, I, I'm one of those people I'm not super interested in a uh, clamshell. So, Well, somebody turn off his microphone. <laughs> Remove him from the stream. Okay, he's gone. All right. So, uh, unfortunately, you have to like clamshells to be on this podcast. It's just, I don't know what to say. I don't know what else. No, I'm just kidding. But, oh. <laughs> we, we <laughs> and you know what? The PSP Go and the Xperia Play count, as far as I'm concerned. I'll let, I'll let it slide this time. So I, well, I'm sorry, everyone who really in the stream is cool. disappointed in me. <laughs> Hopefully, Retroid moves on from the the T six one eight though. That that's I'm, I'm ready for them to move on from that. Honestly, that that's what yes. I'm waiting for. Uh, me too. Me too. Clan and Clamboy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Clamboys. The Clamboys. Okay, guys, let's finish things out tonight with talking about this ridiculous. What is this? Uh, GPD made a, a clamshell that is dual screen. Actually, has real dual screen. Where's, a, where's my render here from Aish? Yeah. 
I'll take handhelds that don't exist for $200. <laughs> you don't yeah, think basically. it's going to happen? No. No, no way. No. I ran it by <laughs> some I mean... uh, some sources, and they're like, yeah, that's that's definitely fake. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they're like, no, it's not happening. Everyone, but but everyone was talking about it. Where'd they get the source from? Like, Okay, let me go to our Discord. Let's track this rumor down, shall we? remove this because like, i think i think up. uh i think sony uh was uh, wwd30 he he shared it with the the gpd discord and yeah they are Where'd some, they of, some of the higher ups there were like we have nah, a channel this, for this it is fake this is fake <laughs> it could be that they're just denying it too but i mean i'll just, i, I want to track mean, the source oh, the target the target audience for this cadence what so have you small. done I think they're focusing on the, on the what is it the win the win mini right now. Oh, I mean, rolling. That's kind of like their their next big thing. Like, like I feel like everybody would get anybody could get a win mini and and use it. This this dual screen this? thing, I feel like it's like <laughs> this is the source. <laughs> the source piece of paper. Uh, I, I guess Roland thought it might have some relevance, anyways. But uh, they just I guess they printed a sheet of paper. That maybe was a patent drawing entered by somebody, maybe? I'm sure. I mean, I don't see any patent information. I guess this is, is just a mock-up someone point printed out. The, out. Uh, the, the, the rumpus. Yeah. yeah. The, the rumpus? shot there. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Oh, we're going to get canceled now. Um, I, thought that, I thought that was a bag. <laughs> Size comparison. A... Oh, no. I need to get off that picture now. Um, sorry, everybody. Just didn't, I didn't mean to be dropping badonks on you just on the live stream. Uh, I feel like we're a couple weeks late to an April Fool's joke. Oh, Cadence. Yeah, I know, I know. It's a real rumor. It's true. It's in our uh, rumor mill. It's an appropriate topic for the our Discord's rumor mill. Thank you. But everyone sort of piled on and said, well, what if, what if, what are we going to do with this? And now, after seeing so much flurry, I'm like, it's got to be real. I mean... I mean, people are posting pictures, <laughs> you know, there's, uh, I mean, that's the GPD win one and two, of course, but I just, I want to believe, I want to believe. I mean, the, the, my, my issue is from a, you know, like a business perspective, like, like I was saying, like the GPD mini, um, or, you know, the WinMax two or something, anybody could get that and use it and, you know, get its worth out of it. This thing is only for people who are interested in 3DS emulation. To the extent True. they want to buy like a 500 600 700 dollar <laughs> yeah, device yeah, that's like do. one one or two people <laughs> there's just there would be no point in making this uh, in my opinion so that that's why it, it screams no to me i just don't see that and, and from a software point of view yeah oh yeah nightmare. I, I couldn't even imagine gpd trying to get that right forget it yeah oh my god that would be awful Oh, we're getting live feedback in the channel, even. Sony says, I thought it was a bet. <laughs> I'm not saying I, I don't think it would be a really cool device. I think it would. I just think it would be it would be pointless for them to make yeah. it. It would be yeah. a money hole. It would be... Yeah. The thing is, like, out of the, out of the Chinese companies, GPD sort of sometimes tries to pick devices that actually make sense from a point of view where you could sell it, except for the XP Plus, which no one bought but beyond that they, they do all right no <laughs> yeah like i i think the uh, the slider with the keyboard under the screen like that's to me oh. that was that was a device that i looked at and i was like that's actually a handheld pc that 
has a feature that I would really want to use. Uh, same with yeah. the Steam Deck's trackpads, but the still screen thing, like... Uh, I mean... <laughs> just... I think I think it would be awesome for just DS. I don't need 3DS, but give yeah, me yeah. But that that's the thing. DS. Just DS. Yeah, but just because DS, because you it. can't right because you can't buy a DS with an awesome, beautiful like OLED screen, for instance. But you could have a retro handheld with a nice OLED screen. Because for me, I never played DS the original because the screen was this matte TFT looking thing. Yeah. And the I just even if you won the lottery, the screen lottery, and got an awesome looking. Um, they did have a couple IPSs that yeah. trickled in. Yeah. Yeah, actually, a fun little story there. I got my, uh, I have the Monster Hunter Generations uh, 3DS XL. And the reason I got it was I was working in Best Buy in the US at the time. And this guy bought every single one we had and returned all of them because he was trying to win the 3DS lottery. <laughs> and so because of that, basically, they were like, you know, returned stock and you get a bigger shop discount staff discount on it so i was like yeah get me one of them yeah. and uh yeah i still have it to this day it's still great uh, but yeah but i i agree with uh with uh cadence the best way to play a ds is still the ds it's still the yeah. 3ds yeah it really is um, yeah. on the 3d yeah. i guess you're right the 3ds then you at least if you can get those uh dual <laughs> ips screens what yeah, I mean, right? emulate uh snes on the bottom screen and psp on the top at the same time <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like yeah. those like elders Twice the efficiency uh, yeah i get some games done that way <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna fast forward through because yeah you could fast forward an rpg on one screen <laughs> and then <laughs> on oh, skippable cutscenes, you have something to do <laughs> that's oh, that's so good. <laughs> You're waiting the, on that, um, uh, that Tales of Symphonia battle entry animation, you know, where it all yeah. shatters and goes away. You're waiting for that while you're you're playing Super, okay. Super Mario. YouTube on up on one. You could have your guide on one screen and your game on the other. Come on, let's. Yeah, but this is so niche, yeah. though. It's so niche. <laughs> well, it's, from it's, a technical it's not standpoint, <laughs> from a technical standpoint, it's very hard to do dual screen devices. They exist. The Surface Duo yeah. is a perfect example of that. No, Microsoft stop. had to. Oh no, you brought Microsoft it up again. To, <laughs> I know. Ah, I quit. Microsoft Rob, had quickly. to go through a lot of hoops to to get that to work, and it's a very custom setup. And Microsoft put a lot of money. That, no. that I'm sure GPD doesn't have into something like that. Um, yeah. Asking yeah. for a dual screen like Android device is is rough. Yeah. It's it's not easy. I, but I, really I still it want it, exists. but I still want at least one company to make it one just once. Even it's it's going to be Pal Kitty. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take Pal it. Pal Kitty, two screens, they're the same oh. thing. Then I really won't be disappointed this time. But, but the thing is, it will be, be a like... 6001. It will be like the uh, the X70, where you you know you'll get the you'll get a really nice uh, device that you want, but then yeah. you turn it like one degree off center, and <laughs> the whole screen dead. inverts. It's dumb. Oh, that <laughs> thing is. They well, should put we've... those screens in a landfill. We yeah. Yeah. should not I'm exist in 2023. They're awful. <laughs> I don't believe I, I... you're accepting its shortcomings there, Rob. <laughs> the, the thing is, is the, the X7 is it the X70 or 77? But. Like it's su it's such a novelty to have like a seven inch retro handheld in your hands, yeah. And then you turn it just a little bit, and it's like, oh, it's the worst, so bad. Sorry, yeah. I mean to segue onto that. No, uh, no, it's that it's that V ninety thing, uh, where for me the what saves that handheld is the snap. The screen's not good. It's yeah. just <laughs> not TFT. Much about that thing is that great? 
Uh, the, have you heard the satisfying snap? Except have you had a, have you birthed have you birthed a child with the satisfying <laughs> snap happening? At least three of us have now. I sent Jim a V9. I, everybody, okay. I I tell you, if you have a child, if you have a baby, and you can prove to me, I will send you a V90 for because it needs to be there for the birthing. Uh, it's just tradition in our community, on our podcast, in life. Uh, and I sent one to Jim. I sent one to Thor. I had one. We have the special bond now through this cheap piece of crap plastic that will bind us forever. Yeah, I think we were talking about the V90. It's, it really is the perfect. Sorry, I, I, I went somewhere there. Um, the birth V90. Yeah. It always gets brought up. It, it does. And we always get the red color. Because so, that so way, if you get a little out. splatter, it's... Stubs. <laughs> All right, so thank you everybody for joining us today on the Retro Handhelds podcast. We got Wicked, we got Wild. Um, actually, no, we had Retrobreeze on uh, today. And uh, Shem, thank you so much, man. Where can we find you? That's what we want to know. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, you can find me at uh, Retrobreeze YT on YouTube, uh, and I believe also Twitter and uh, Instagram. Well, I've mostly YouTube. Um, but yeah. YouTube. I'm doing tutorials, I'm doing reviews, I'm doing grips, I'm doing engage, of course. And yeah. I'm excited uh, to get that grip. So I'm gonna order that and I will include it in one of my roundup videos about these devices and I will uh, I will shill it uh, endlessly. No, but only if it's good, only if it's good. Uh, actually, fun fact: I've I've had uh, I've had one person say it worked perfectly on their three five XX, and one person say with a small mod it worked on the V ninety. So, in case you want any more, grip. yeah. I don't actually yep. own a V ninety right now. I need to buy another one. I guess uh, I need to have another child. After all that, oh my goodness! Hmm. Our our viewers had to sit through that ten minute tirade, and you don't even have one. That's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now, anyways. <laughs> I will though. I I rotate through handhelds and I get the same ones back in different colors. And yeah, I got you. I, I have a thumbie thing, right yeah. now that's that's teal. I have it because it's teal, actually. How do you like that? I, I've looked at it so many times and I'm like, well, what are you gonna do with it? <laughs> yeah, so it's on Amazon. It's thirty bucks and you can return it if you don't like it. So I mean, there you go. And yeah. it's it's it plays Tetris. It has a couple little games on there. Uh, and it's tiny, and it's not just a—it's not just a gimmick. Uh, it's a—it's a little gimmick. So, it's $30. it was a device when I purchased. I knew that I would probably never play, but it was yeah. cheap enough when yeah. when I backed it when it when yeah. it was coming out. I was like, this is just in my like, a, why not range? <laughs> it has an OLED screen, which is crazy. I just oh, I did that with the away. with the Pocket Go as well. Oh yes, yeah. Pocket Go is still is still happening device. Yeah. Well, let's pull up. Thank you, Jaylash. Yeah, Jaylash picked up one of these sweet grips. So one one more plug on the grip. All right, everybody. Well, thank you again for joining us. This is something that we're doing uh, every few weeks. Uh, we got our recurring cast here, and as well as a guest. So this, again, is sort of the pivot from the RH News back into the podcast. It's all kind of mashing together now, but we're having fun, and we're doing it live. Uh, if you have any questions for us or want uh, to show off maybe some merch, maybe uh, Ergo Grip you got, feel free to send it in on our Discord, and I'm happy to 
feature it on the show. Uh, I love the audience interaction. It's been a lot of fun tonight. Uh, guys, any final any final words? Words of wisdom? Thoughts? I think the I like data frogs are coming in. <laughs> data frog, what do you say? I said I think people have been getting their uh, data frogs. Yeah, yeah, I can't <laughs> wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna do an unboxing probably within ten minutes of receiving that. I will just drop whatever else I'm doing in my life. Doesn't Hold matter my what calls. it is. The frog has arrived. <laughs> I'm sick all of a sudden. The frog is here. We're going to see just how bad this thing is, and I can't wait. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let's pull up this Patreon screen. Um, Top right. Last... Top right. Who? Top right, third down. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. You know, I just noticed I'm uh, I'm above the pooper guy. Well, change your name. That's what I'll... That's, <laughs> just that's the only the way book. to fix it. I have to do it alphabetically to keep my OCD in check. I actually have to add a few more people, so sorry if I missed you this month. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys, this stream has gone long, long enough. This has been Stubbs of the Red Randells. Thank you for watching all that. Uh, take care of uh, each other. Take care of things. Um, take care of Zoo. Okay, bye. Yep, have a good one. Take care, guys. Right. Bye.